0: Dennis Prager here. If you have a business or real estate dispute, I strongly recommend that you call Barack Lurie. Barack, you recently handled a case where one brother was suing his two brothers, your clients. What happened? Well, Dennis, the two brothers struggled but succeeded to build three restaurants. But when the third brother returned from being out of the country for 20 years, he sued to get one third of their business. He claimed an oral deal between them because he had once worked as a cook for them. So what did you do? Well, during trial, we got him to acknowledge certain key dates and to his complete lack of documentation. So when his side rested, we asked the court for what's called a directed verdict, a motion that gets rid of a case after fatal facts come out during trial. And the court agreed, shooting down all but one of the brothers' causes of action. And we settled that one for a very small amount and excused the jury. And justice was done. My friends, you know that I trust Barack Lurie with my own business and other legalities. So to make sure a deal is done right, call him for your own legal issues. At 866-575-8111, that's 866-575-8111. Fighting for what's right, Barack Lurie at Lurie & Park, 866-575-8111. So I'm watching a very good movie called Cinderella It was with my lovely daughter She wanted me to go see that with her again And I was happy to indulge That's what you do as a good dad Or at least your attempt to be a good dad at the very least, right? And uh, it was such a nice time uh, with her And my son, he was so uh, courteous and such a gentleman to also agree to go He's not really his thing Anyway, the movie was great Great acting, by the way, by Kate C- Blanchett I mean, it's a fantastic movie And I, I, The way that they are Able to hunker down On the issues of family Disputes and how Devastating Envy is they, they made Cinderella While keeping Totally true to the story They made it seem like a Greek tragedy That's how brilliant this movie was How the stepmother ends up Undoing herself and and the the great plans that she has for herself while while trying to destroy Cinderella because she feels Cinderella is threatening she and her daughters and how she's trying to negotiate a certain position in the kingdom and so on really well done bravo I mean it's and it was a visually spectacular as well the acting was good all around it it it, uh, it brought out so much of the fantasy aspect of it but also the interpersonal relationships it was Dynamic And uh, really a pleasure to see And I recommend everyone, everyone see it There were more than a few scenes, however Where and, and this was not the purpose of the movie And nor is this a knock on the movie at all But, you know, sometimes when you watch a, a movie Your mind kind of goes to, to thoughts about Hey, gosh, I wonder if this would ever fly in real life Or whatever it is And it got me to thinking As I see this idyllic sort of setting that they have before the stepmother joins the homestead and takes over the homestead from Cinderella and basically turns her into a total servant, right? Before that, you see Cinderella, you know, uh, waking up in the morning, very happy, you know, feeding the ducks and taking an egg from the chicken, you know, um, coop and and everyone's happy and the chickens are happy and and I thought to myself... This is the way that so many liberals think of the past That this is the way it once was, right? The girl in particular, who's a beautiful girl I don't know her name offhand Has beautiful teeth, right? It's a perfectly straight teeth And hair And hair, of course But the teeth, you know, you, you could have beautiful hair back then But you couldn't have beautiful teeth, okay? It, it just wasn't happening Everyone had, that, the good news was everyone had crooked teeth at the time But that was it And, um, and if, relative beauty was based upon you know, everything else But not the teeth Teeth were just an, an ugly situation And everything about the way she structured her life Was just so picture perfect And it's as if, you want to, as if they want to say This is a perfect life This is the way we should all live our lives it's so back to nature, don't you know? And everyone around her is so happy. And the, the prince that she meets in the forest, he's so handsome. And there's no one who's poor in the town. Uh, everything's just great. And everyone's doing their part. And you're you led to believe that the water is clean, <laughs> the food is, is plentiful, <laughs> right? And there's no disease. All right. This is this is the way it's all presented. All right. It's it's really quite quite a fascinating uh, way of looking at things. And look, and it's not a knock on the movie. Like I said, first thing, it's not a knock. I, I know it's a fantasy. I, I'm uh, well aware of that. Fairy tale. It's a fairy tale. Right. Right. And but it got me to thinking. But yet, this is exactly the way liberals view the past. They have a fairy tale approach, a fantasy approach, of the way things were. And, and and here it is. It's right there on the on the screen for you. And I, and again, not a knock. I, I I love the whole picture. We we need fairy tales, right? Fairy tales are healthy for you, especially for little kids. They they teach deep rooted uh, pantheons of ideas. But it's one thing to, to to believe in fairy tales that way, but it's another thing to actually think that that's the way things were. Okay. And this is the way liberals actually think things were. Now I'm gonna. I'm, I know I can already predict it. Now I'm gonna have a lot of emails from a lot of my liberal listeners saying, "What are you talking about? I never. I don't believe this at all, Brock. This is you're wrong. You're this is just a, a strawman argument, just a knockdown. The liberal side of the equation. You are wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. And here's why I know that I'm not. Because whenever you talk about uh, unions when you talk about farmer subsidies, when you talk about welfare, when you talk about the, the farms, generally speaking, you're, you're, you live in that fantasy land. You live in a fantasy where you think that before uh, big agriculture and the consolidation of farms and such, the things were just great. And everyone who was eating orga- organic food, don't you know, right? Uh, and, and everyone was happy And they were doing their chores And it wasn't too much in the way of chores, by the way No, the feudal system was just perfect It was awesome, that's right <laughs> Never mind the child labor laws that you decry I mean, on the one hand, you, <laughs> you, you don't like child labor On the other hand, you think child labor is a great thing when it's, when, it t- you know, uh, when it comes to running the farm and that's a hell of a lot harder than any child, you know, helping a, helping daddy do, you know, make some copies on the copy machine, right? Oh, but but then you're going to be arrested for child labor law violations. Uh, it's it's so ridiculous. Anyway, this is what they believe, right? <laughs> I, I, am I wrong? No, it's exactly no, what they do. You're believe. absolutely right. It's a fantasy land, and of
1: course, you know those high taxes the serfs had to pay to oh. for the for the pleasure of working
0: the land of the baron. Yeah, <laughs> those they paid gladly. It yes. was an honor, right? And it's, it's a world where you, you, <laughs> can you imagine one of these guys, one of these serfs, saying, "I've I've got a great idea. How about if we put hydraulics on on carriages and?" uh and, and then I can make some money off of that. And it just wouldn't happen, right? I mean, of course not. It's, it's laughable, the, idea, the very idea. Or, um, you know, I'd like to, uh, to create a, a printing press, something where we can automate the production of books, and everyone can read just so much easier that way. Of course not. Right? It's, it, 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 it just ain't happening. It's the king who decides what's going to happen, and it's the king who decides the way things should be. With the capital S for should and capital B for be Okay He's the one who decides And it's in his every incentive To make sure that nothing changes He doesn't want any growth in his kingdom Right It's all little kingdoms that we're talking about Right That's the way it is Realms Realms, right And, and my question to my dear liberal listeners Is how different are you really From that feudal king and I put it to you, you're not different at all. On my recent Sunday show, I talked about the cha- It was a challenge. Which ideology, liberalism or conservatism, never mind, by the way, um, whether conservatism is actually a, an ideology. We'll put that aside for, for the time being. But which of the two concepts, liberalism or conservatism, promotes innovation and creativity? Which one encourages that and which one literally stifles it and runs away from it the answer is obvious should be obvious uh, if, if only because you know what what uh, how conservative we are we of course we think that it's going to be that way but it, but but I, I kind of showed it I laid it out on my Sunday show and I think I did an effective job in a very concise way the reason is that with all the regulations that liberals love and all the high taxes that liberals love what they really want is a is a world where everything just stops, right? In place. In place, right? Freeze so, tag. Right. Freeze. They, they they want their changes. Like for example, in their world, they they envision a subway system going to and fro, right? And it's all electric, of course, or even better yet, it's somehow thought powered, right?
1: And there's no crime on it. There's no
0: crime. Well, yeah. Well, that's another story. Uh, and then of course our bike paths. So everyone's riding a bike, or they're going on the sub uh, the the, the subway or the upper uh, what are you, light rail system. And, uh, and that's the way it is. But, but then what happens when there's innovation that, for example, allows somebody to take a vehicle like a car that looks like a car but doesn't run whatsoever on gas whatsoever? It, it's totally, it runs on oxygen. Okay? Well, then you have to completely tear apart their infrastructure, right? They don't like that. They like it just the way they envision it, and then they want it to stay that way. Okay, So that's that's their deal. That's their, their mumbo jumbo, as it were. And I, I, I think that it will never change that they don't want things to change.
1: Yeah, there's also a whole other level to it, which is so brilliant by the starting point where you came to, which is in the world you laid out, where the king makes every decision in the realm, and it might be petitioned in his court, For different causes of action But he does what he wants What you've eliminated is the the Distribution of thought power From the populace Yes. So if the king happens to be Special needs, suffered a head injury Not that smart Or downright evil The entire realm suffers terribly And no matter how smart any members of the realm may be Their thought power and abilities And talents will never be recognized or utilized But in a a world in which people are unregulated, free, and the chaos of the free market, free enterprise, and, and liberty rules, all of us have the ability to be our own king of our own realms and aggregate all of our wisdom and brilliance together, and so much more brilliance is utilized.
0: Right. It's, it's clear That that is
1: yeah, but that never occurs to liberals. And I I was trying to explain to a couple liberals last week, and it's like you're talking Chinese to them. They they don't under
0: they've never heard this language before. Right. Well, and while you're talking to them, what they're thinking also, and I and I'm sorry, I am telling you what they're thinking because frankly, both you and I were liberals. They they think to themselves, well, gosh, I'm hearing what Ari's saying, what Barack is saying, and yet I just know that there's an opposite argument to this. So. I'll wait uh, and just talk to some liberal friend of mine and, and, and tell them what Ari said or Baruch said, uh, and, and then I'll hear it from my liberal friend, and then I'll have the, the what for response later on. Uh, but, but they don't even do that, Ari. They just dismiss you anyway. Well, they just called me racist and walk out of the room a lot of times. Well, that's that's true. Even though it has nothing to do with <laughs> right, exactly. any racism going on at all. But they, it's just their default. It's a default label. Answer. Well, if you're not racist, then you're greedy, um, or that you're. It's just a conniving way to put the man down. Or you
1: want to destroy the environment with all these people doing their own thing.
0: Right. That, that's right. what they'll say, yeah. And then you try to tell them that capitalism is actually the greatest boon for environmentalism, conservationism. And it's the greatest boon for clean air and clean water and structure and everything else. And they, they won't listen to you. I, I, they, they, yes. they will still talk uh, in terms of the farmers. I, I had, and, and there's a deep-seated love for the farmers and the unions, but even more so for the farmers. And advertisers know this so well. they're so good in their commercials that they they put out. If I were to tell if I say to the word word dairy to you, for example, it evokes what? Go. milk made right
1: and other things cows yeah. barns, silos, right. Uh, right. milking stools, jars. Well,
0: that's right. Yeah. People, ice cream. people picking up eggs from the, the, the chicken in the early morning and it's the dawn is just breaking. Oh, well, that's and, poultry. <laughs> No, no, no. no. Oh, okay, but no, eggs, yeah. though, too. Yeah. Yeah, because eggs is considered part of dairy. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is the, the lovely kind of environment that they want to encourage you to think of. So, so that when you go to the dairy side of your supermarket, you're thinking those nice, wonderful thoughts. Yeah. And it's all an association game, right? right? Rather than factory farms,
1: mi- misery, squalor, blood cool. in the milk, 100 degree milk stored in a silo in the sun You've in,
0: got uh, in the, the San Joaquin Valley where it's way too hot. You, yeah, know? you got it. That's exactly what it is. Um, but, but this is the, the image that the liberals often have about the way things are with the farmers right now. And uh, the, those the, they're just kind of helping along and they're just trying to, they're struggling along. To, they want to maintain that old way. Okay. Now, look, I'm not a big fan of the dairy industry. In fact, I don't eat any dairy, partly because of the, the cruelty that you just described, and also because of the health that I, I have talked about before. But that, that's kind of beside the point. The, the point is, at the very least, even, and I say this even as somebody who doesn't eat dairy, they've managed to find a way to make it cheaper and to make it more efficient and such like that. Now, I, I still have my issues with it, but don't think for a moment my friends, that you're getting all the benefit of all these eggs and all this milk and such like that. Don't think for a moment that you're not participating in all this. And the reality is, if you really want the world that, 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 the, the, the way you claim to want it, you ain't getting no milks, milk or, and, and no, no uh, eggs and no cheese or anything else without a, paying a preposterously high price.
1: And you left out the most important thing.
0: I have a to do that.
1: One out of four of us dropping dead because of salmonella or other contaminants oh, yeah. that are eliminated because of modern refrigeration, modern ultra pasteurization, all the practices in those dreadful factory farms you liberals hate that ravage the environment. You want to go to agrarian primitivism? Most of you are going to die eating meat and dairy and chicken eggs right. from
0: that system. Well, which is why. Even though it's not cruel. Right. Well, this, this, is, this is where I, I, I don't differ from what you just said, but this is why I don't have dairy at all, because I think it's very unhealthy for you. Uh, regardless of, no matter how pure you make it, okay, you, you, you get the egg directly out of the, 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 the wonderfully organically fed chicken, right out of her... Uh, whatever know, it is. Or, yeah, whatever, <laughs> yeah. Right out of her body, we'll just say. Uh, yeah. Like instantly, and then you just, you know, you get four of those and you cook up a scrambled egg right there. No, it's it's not it's still not healthy for you. It's just made it all the worse with all the antibiotics and such. But you wouldn't even have it. The dairy that you claim to love so much, you wouldn't even have any of this without paying a preposterously high amount for it. The same thing is true with all food. It's not just dairy, it's not just the meat industry, it's 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 also the the, the, the broccoli and the vegetables and everything else that is so plentiful in this in this country of ours. It's precisely because of the efficiency that we've Accomplished because of the great irrigation systems, for one thing, because of the tractor, right? Somebody invented the tractor, right? Uh, because of the, um, the I mean, and not just the hoe, but just about uh, every other in, uh, major invention, the fertilizing system. The combine, the elevator silo, yes. the, uh, the, uh, the transportation services, the refrigerated rail car. Right. All those things. Yeah, and to some extent, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, when, they, when it keeps, uh, preservatives, Right? Yeah. I mean chemical they, preservatives. Th- this is what allows, you know, food, a lot of vegetables to go to Alaska or yeah. to uh, northern yeah. Canada or wherever or you want. Or to
1: Phoenix, Arizona in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Oh, and one more uh, thing that the uh, liberals don't want us to uh, mention. Plastics, which come from oil that keep bugs and
0: pathogens ah, yes. off or on our food. Right. Yeah, it's it's a it's a brilliant invention. These are the things that that matter. But look, going back to the Cinderella story. Uh, they would like somehow to have all the great perks that they want. They want it all, right? I mean, this, this is what it's always been. Liberals want it both ways. They, they want it so that they get all the benefits of the iPad and the iPhone and, and uh, the, the cars, of course, whether it's hybrid or not. And safe food. And safety. And they want all their TVs and they want their… Um, yeah, you the know, safe food is a good example. They want to be able to take the elevator up to their high-rise uh, buildings. They want to take the subways. They want to do. It. They want it all, and at the same time, they want to be totally natural.
1: Yeah, they don't want anyone to actually mine the ores needed to make that steel for the yes. rail, light rail tracks.
0: That's right. No, they, 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 right. and they certainly don't want to see it. Okay? Yeah. but this is the way it is with with uh, liberal thinking. They, you see, this is why. I, why to me, being vegan, essentially, because I I say essentially because we still eat fish, but basically pesky vegan, if you like. The reason why, to me, being pesky vegan is so consistent with conservatism is that you and I understand what it takes to get from point A to point B in terms of an invention, right? You you and I see, um, I don't know, I'm holding up now your iPhone, okay? I see, you you could see it as a sum of many parts, right? You can see it in terms of – but I see it in many different ways. I see it as a series of contracts, for example. You can do that. A whole bunch of legal contracts. Patents, contracts. contracts. Yeah, the patents and distribution deals, right? And, and corporate alliances so that
1: competitive companies work together where one competitive company with another but other divisions supply the chips. That right. Well, that's the, that's the agreements.
0: Yeah. I yes. mean, those are all series of contracts, right? You can look at it that way. You can also look at it as a series of um, architectural design issues. And there's many ways. In the same way, when you, looked at, uh, when you went to uh, the museum at, in, in New York, I think it was, and, and you saw the human body, right? And you can, you can see it just in the way of a circulatory system, right? And then turn, out, turn a different button. And now you see the nervous system, right? Now you see the skeletal system and so on. Same thing you can do with the iPhone or with so many different goodies that we, we enjoy, and uh, the point of all this is that we see the depth of, and everything that it takes to get there, right? And, that's, and I see, likewise, all the stuff that it takes to get the meat on my plate or the, the milk onto the into the cup. And uh, I don't like it, <laughs> and that's why I don't, I don't do it. So I, I don't do it because I like to dig deeply into the issues, right? So do you. I know you do. You're, you're a really deep thinker. So whether it's an issue of the day, for example, Benghazi, right? we don't just accept what the administration tells us. Uh, we say, well, wait a minute. How do you square all this away? Or the Iranian deal that's now uh, afloat. We, we, we don't accept what they tell us how, that it's a great deal, and we should just accept it because there's no other alternative, blah, blah, blah. Right? This is the way we conservatives think. We are much more uh, critical thinkers uh, before we accept anything. I, I like that about us. It can be annoying sometimes. It's so in depth. And, you know, we just want to say, just take it out of faith for a change. Yeah, and, but, and but, 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 but ironically, we do have faith in God, and it, our Christians have faith in, in Jesus, our Christian friends. But we're very deep thinkers, and so are they. And we're
1: creative thinkers in our depth. We're always looking at something like this and trying to see. He's holding the, up the iPhone. The, the next, yes, the iPhone. The next. System of perspective that we missed. I see just now thinking about our conversation, the millions of people in aggregate from the invention of the microchip to this point that had a contribution to this device in design and technological evolution. Yeah. There's some evolution
0: for you, ironically, in human design things, not in God design things. That's exactly right. The the evolution is the progress that we have in business. That's that's really the bottom line. And I love the bottom line, um, but you have to get to the bottom line. And you, you can't get to the bottom line If you just accept everything out of faith it just, It's not possible, it doesn't work uh, I, I, And so to look at uh, You know, a scene like, we see, well, like what we saw in Cinderella Which is truly a fantasy and a beautiful movie But I, I think people really feel A lot of liberals think like That's the way it should be We need to return to that Eden, as it were uh, and, and once we do things will be so much happier.
1: Yeah, year zero, the point before original sin. That's right. But without, by the way, all the reality of plucking that chicken that took four hours right. or slaughtering it with your bare hands yeah. and trying to figure out if that's less cruel than the factory
0: electrocution method. Right. Not to get into some gross of stuff, course. But of that's course. the reality. Yeah. yeah. You have to understand what it takes... For your food to get to the plate, you have to understand what it takes for the iPhone to come into your hands and where you can now play with it and enjoy all the games and such. There's a tremendous amount of hard work that went behind it. And um, you cannot have one without the other. You can't look at a scene like I saw in Cinderella and just say this is idyllic. There's, there's no way that that scene ever happened. Not at least without a lot of suffering, a lot more chores than the chores than they're letting on. Uh, a lot of um, early death. <laughs> uh, maybe, some, maybe some slavery. Yeah, of, of course. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Early, uh, you know, uh, uh, in, infant mortality is through the roof. Uh, how women died when they gave birth. <laughs> right. Uh, typhoid, uh, smallpox, uh, you name it, uh, the, your, your disease du jour. And uh, to say nothing of, of all the, uh, and I'm not even talking about the, the intolerance and the racism that was rampant at the time. Because, you know, arguably you can say we can return to that time and at the same time not have those issues. Well, okay, so... But, but but still, you would have all the issues that we just discussed. Uh, longevity would be never in play. You would never be able to travel to the places that you want to. You can't have it both ways. And That's why right. it's a fantasy. And one more thing that'll just really...
1: Top this all off, yeah. All those strange and terrible odors that happen when you don't have—I'm serious—when <laughs> yeah, you don't have yeah. running water or indoor plumbing, right? Because if, when you watch it without odorama, thank God, mm-hmm. you just you don't get the the visceral, right? But but, but enough know?
0: about the French people. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, I Barack, that. Barack, that was brilliant. <laughs> That's why people listen to you. Ah, that was—I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he shot. He scored. I'm here all
0: five on oh, I'm here all week, folks. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome. <laughs> but you know, it's interesting because in, in France, oh, it might, you know, now that I don't want to ruin the joke, but it's there's truth to it too, right? I mean, as they say in all in all these kind of stereotype jokes, there's a kernel of truth, and there's something when you go to, um, I mean, I, 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 this is the funniest thing. I was in Palm Desert with my my wife. And, uh, we smelt, smelled some body odor from behind us. And, uh, it was Palm Springs. It was outdoors. It was no big deal. And I said, uh, well, I didn't know the French were visiting, uh, today. <laughs> right. And, and then she, and she laughed. And sure enough, the person that came behind us was a Frenchman. <laughs> and he was, he spoke French. I speak French too. It was clearly, clearly a Frenchman. And, um, and we just, we just laughed even harder once we realized, because it could not have been more uh, appropriate. The question is, why? Why is it? It's not as if they have a DNA that makes them more uh, uh, od- od- odorous, shall we say. The reason why is that water costs a lot of money in France. Okay? People don't take showers that often. And they do only when they really have to, when there's a big... Uh, they'll do it on, on a regular basis, but not as often as, as you and I do You and I will definitely do it once a day uh, They will do it every third day, every fourth day Depending on how much money they have And uh, on a special occasions, for sure, they'll, they'll shower up then But water is expensive It's a hassle for them to, to do that We complain about our water bill, you ought to see their water bill And likewise with their food, by the way uh, th- there's a reason why the French people are so thin. I mean, people always say, oh, "Aren't the French amazing?" You know, they eat. They seem to eat all the. They, they have a, a diet full of, of cheese, and meat, and yet they're so thin. I'll tell you why they're so thin. Because they don't eat very much. Tiny portions. Tiny, very, tiny, portions.
1: tiny portions of extremely rich food. That has to be rich. So they can get away
0: with the tiny portions. Right. And you know why they're tiny portions? Because it's so expensive right. to eat. They there. can't they can't eat. It's it's wildly expensive over there. And the tourists complain about it when they come and like, wow, France is so expensive. Oh my gosh. Guess what? Guess who else it's expensive for? The French. <laughs> the French. And they're making less a hell of a lot less money than we are. You think somehow they could afford this this uh, this wonderful food that they make? Of course not. That's why they're so thin. Because they don't eat much. They're starving to yeah. death. Now, I, I'm not, you know, we, we could use a little bit more starvation in this country, so to speak. I don't mean it, literally, of course. Uh, we can we can certainly use a lot more self-restraint. We do have an over, um, uh, a fairly obese society. It's true. But we're not wanting for food. Let's put it that way. And there are a lot of empty calories and such, and we, we're making poor food choices, for sure. That's another, another topic for another day. But... No one's, you, we don't really have hunger in America Food is not a, uh, a luxury for us okay? if, if you want to get um, a nice salad A healthy broccoli salad, let's say you can, you can go to a place where you either spend $5 for it Or you spend $25 for it okay? that, That's the way it is in America And, and thank God for it And then your, your choices, well that's another story That's a function of education uh, To some extent it's a function of access but um, in reality, there's no real hunger issue here in America. Anyway, I, we, we go into the depth to figure out why things are happening the way they are. And um, we, we talk about, uh, you talked about deodorant and the smells. I mean, imagine all the smells of, of the, the old days, you know, during these kingdoms. It was horrific, Right, it's, you had body odor. You also had the smell of manure, animal everywhere. waste everywhere, everywhere. Animals were wandering everywhere and used for transportation. Right, and there was no toilet system yeah. either, so no sewage system of any really sanitary sense. People would go out to the woods to do their business. Uh, and if we were lucky, yeah, they would. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just, and they ne- they didn't even perceive cleanliness in the same way that we perceive cleanliness we today. Yeah, we don't even experience the so-called
1: open sewer. In our societies at all And this is a normal thing in the third world today
0: And this was a normal thing throughout all this history Yeah, If you want to go Experience what it was like During those feudal days that you Feel so romantic about Then I recommend You go to Cairo Or the West Bank Or to um, New Delhi Or to Indonesia Jakarta. You'll see what it was like, okay? That's what you think is great. With all those markets that you think are so quaint and everything else, but it smells, it's a lot of flies all over the place, that's what, that's what the world you want. It's not, you, you can't have it both ways. You can't have both the sanitary conditions that you want and that idyllic you know, you know, Goldilocks hair sort of running through the field situation where, and you're picking up the eggs and your clothes are perfectly clean At the time And then you're just going To now make your scrambled eggs And and have some fun Later on for the rest of the day Where you can You know Ride your horse And perhaps meet That handsome prince It doesn't work that way It it seems so obvious Right And liberals will say As they're listening to this Come on I'm I'm not that uh, Naive Mr. Lurie But really You are You really do believe this stuff Because the way you talk to us The way you think that High taxes are a wonderful thing and high regulations are a necessary thing and, and how we should all be doing windmills and uh, sort of wind power and, and uh, solar power, despite all the facts that are on the ground. You are living in a fantasy land. You want something that is just the same thing as what I saw as Cinderella, with all the straight teeth at the same time. It doesn't work that way.